When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of The Discourse, the short-form one-on-one interview show with filmmakers, actors, and other industry folks, which is a part of the Playlist Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mike D'Angelo. On this episode, I got to sit down with Academy Award winner Taika Waititi and Reese Darby to talk about their new HBO series, Our Flag Means Death, which premieres on HBO and HBO Max on March 3rd. The show follows a wealthy aristocrat's deed bonnet played by Reese Darby, who decides to leave his family and a life of privilege to become a pirate in the early 18th century. Together with his crew that he basically pays on salary, he begins to make a name for himself on the high seas, but perhaps not the name he intended. Naturally, Blackbeard, played by Taika Waititi, catches wind of Steed and his crew, and swashbuckling hijinks ensue. So the show is delightful, especially when Reese and Taika are playing off one another, so I definitely recommend checking it out. But before we get to our chat, I've got to tell you that The Discourse is a part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes The Playlist Podcast, Bingeworthy, Yellowstoners, which I'm also a part of, Be Real, Deep Focus, The Fourth Wall, and more. It can be heard on iTunes, Anchor FM, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. Follow us on iTunes and you'll get this podcast as well as other shows regularly. Be sure to subscribe and drop us a comment or a rating as we very much appreciate it. I will also plug that this week's episode of Bingeworthy, our TV podcast, uh, it also includes an interview with our Flag Means Death showrunner, David Jenkins. He is just a delight to talk to, as were Taika and Reese. Okay, enjoy the discourse with the wonderfully talented Taika Waititi and Reese Darby. Good, thanks. I am doing super great. Uh, thanks for giving me your time today. I have been a fan since back in the flight of the Concords days. So awesome. super, super thrilled to do this. Awesome. I spoke with David Jenkins a few weeks ago, got to see the episodes a little early. And he said, while I was talking to him, Taika, you're actually not one of the nicest guys in Hollywood and that you're in fact, quote, mean and from New Jersey. Care to comment? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> New Jersey accent. New Jersey. Um, New Jersey. Yeah. No, he's talking about my New Jersey. That's right. That must have been it. And that I was one of the nicest people you'll meet. Yeah. It it must have been a misunderstanding. But he also said uh, when I was talking to him that he and his wife, you know, just when we were talking about the origins, they kind of stumbled across Steed Bonnet and they they kind of fell in love with the story of him and that you, uh, Taika and David, you guys shared a manager and that you kind of instantly connected and, and loved the idea. So this is your opportunity to get some revenge and call him a liar uh, and say it was your idea the whole time. I wish I, wish I could, but he, um, <laughs> he'll hear it. It's probably listening. Um, yeah, he, he called me and he, um, and yeah, he just described the story. And I really, I, what struck me was the, what resonated with me is that it was a story about a very plain and normal guy who was experiencing what a lot of us 
go through at a certain point in our lives with the big question, how did we get here? How did I get to this point in my life where I'm like, this is what I'm doing? And even though I've got a really nice career, I still am like, is this my true path? Should I have done this? Would I have been happier if I'd stayed at home and done this other thing? Would I have been happier if I, there was every, every single person in the world, I think, has got that yeah. question. Would I have been happier? Would I be happier than I am now if I had just done this? And I love that as a, you know, as a way into discovering a character and, and then this idea that it wasn't going to be like, you know, the Pirates of the Caribbean or the big sort of like blockbuster um, portrayals of, of pirates with the kind of classic tropes with the, uh, you know, the pig legs and the accents and stuff. And it was like really like allowing everyone to kind of use their own accents and just tapping into the idea of like, what is it, what is it really like to be a pirate? And like, what was it like just to sit around waiting for something to happen and waiting to rob someone? And then when you did rob them, it was like all you got was a plant. And <laughs> so like that stuff appealed to me and I was in from then on. Was it instantly like, I want to play Blackbeard and I want Reese to play Steed? Or was it like switched at one point or how did it kind of come No, up? I mean, I knew that Reese would be in there in some capacity anyway. Um, because he or David had already talked a lot about Reese nice. and he talked started talking more about Reese as um as Steve. So there was more David and um I just knew that I was gonna work with Reese, but um <laughs> I always do. But then Blackbeard that didn't come for about a year or so later when he was writing the Blackbeard character and he was he'd actually said I've been writing it as you like for, for you. And I was like, Oh, getting, okay, I'm not white. And then uh, <laughs> I'm not from Bristol. And then it was like, it was really interesting. Again, he's like, none of that matters. Like in this show, it, nothing matters. It's really irrelevant, like what people look like or what the color of their skin is. It's like mm-hmm. all just character based and they have their own histories and their own backgrounds, which are, which is kind of like, which has somehow led them to, to here, um, to being a pirate. So, so it's in a way, the only thing that matters you know, is that people are trying to escape this past life. I will also say that that David did call you both two of the greatest comedic actors ever. So at least there's that. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, and I will say the episodes where you two are playing off each other, I won't give away where it is in the season, but it's so great. Like pure magic to watch. Do you attribute that chemistry to like the 16-ish years you've known each other or was it instant yeah. back then? Yeah, I think I think we're, we're we're similar souls. We're from you know the same place, and and uh, we've got similar backgrounds. Um, but really, and we and we grew up watching the same type of comedy as well. We both love British comedy. Uh, we were inundated with it, and and it was a, an escapism for us. And so you know we've been connected for a long time. And then when we you know got involved over here in America with things, we've always felt. Yeah, like kindred spirits, really, I guess. Yeah. And, and kind of we always supported each other, had each other's back and always not really believed that we should be here. Yeah. And uh, that's <laughs> been the biggest like, joke been, about it all. Yeah, the biggest joke would be at various parties where we stand in the corner and just be like, can you believe this? <laughs> I, mean, I, I can believe it. I mean, like we, you know, this is like we've got something that is different over here. Like, yeah, and, but it's just been something that I, we've both, both been very aware of over the years. Also, by the way, we've actually known each other for more like twenty six years. Twenty six. I was way off. I will say your characters, Steed and Blackbeard, like it's weird. They have this weird relationship with each other. It's like part bromance but they obviously have some ulterior motives. There's some admiration there. 
do you think that's genuine for both characters or is it like one's got a, a heart of coal and he's just covering it well well i've got to, I've got to be really careful not to give stuff away this is when yeah old like 5 25 p.m taika like, right. <laughs> oh, you just went to your see episode eight. Um, yeah, like, yeah. It's you know it is. It's like you know, and and I already though it's very you know that relationship is fascinating. This you know, but I don't know how to answer this without saying like at this point in the in the series that you're watching this. But it starts off where it's like it's an, a fascination with each other. Yeah, where like Steve is fascinated with this idea of like someone he's read about in books and like the most famous um, cutthroat pirate. And I'm fascinated with this guy who just shouldn't be out here. And he's like, and, and he represents a world I've always wanted to be part of, or I've always been fascinated by, just like the world of the rich and the world to do. And it's just, I've never had access to it. I could rob them, but they've always been scared of me and they've never been welcomed into, into that world. So he's like willing to give me a friendship. And I'm, you know, and there's just like a little bit of a, um, you know, we've just find, found a bit of each other and a, a bit of ourselves in each other. And um, that's how I, I've I've seen it. Reese Steed feels kind of similar to some of these characters that you're so damn good at playing. These kind of like blissfully ignorant, happy-go-lucky kind of guys. But you also get to dive into like these really dark emotions. He's got like a serious past. He's got regret. He's got you know some unhappiness there. How does it feel to kind of dive into the dramatic elements a little more? That's that's the real joy for me. Um, I did this show. Called Wrecked, which went ran for three seasons on on TBS. Not many people have seen it, but that one for me was a transitioning show for me to really get my acting skills up because I, I'm you know a, it's a funny character in that as well. But the the writers, the Shipley brothers that wrote that one, wrote me. And by the way, I was like number eight or something on the call sheet on that one. And I sort of slowly worked my way up to sort of like being this character on that show that had so much depth. And, and a great arc and I, and some really dramatic moments in it. And um, I felt like that, that was great training ground for me to sort of realize for myself that I can act. I, it's not just about being the funny guy. I, I can put a lot of heart and soul into it and make people believe that, you know, my background is, is, um, is torturous and, and that there's hope in my eyes. And so I put all those skills into it and, and I guess, uh, yeah, it may start off like I'm just the uh, authoritative idiot uh, that everyone <laughs>, laughs at, but then you pretty soon see that uh, his character is so much deeper. And once Blackbeard joins the show, um, that's when it really begins, I think, for me, my, my journey to kind of like uh, push further than comedy. Um, and that's what I really, really love doing, actually. Um, and I think Taika... You you enjoyed that as well because we're not used to, we're not used to doing that dramatic stuff. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> like doing the drama stuff. We were like giving each other high fives and shit after we had yeah, a big fight. I was like, I was like <laughs> oh, that was like real drama, man. You were like doing yeah. drama shit. And yeah, like, yeah, it's like, it great because it it's really fun. You know, you can get a little. I can get a little tired of just feeling like, oh, I'm just, I can't, you know, I'm just doing just the same similar characters all the time, and to play a character like this who's deeply fucked up and troubled by something and you can tell there's something in his past that has made him like this and then to be able to just to flex that muscle which you know the, the dramatic muscle which um is something that i find really pleasurable because it's like you don't have to live in that world of being sad or being intense for very long but it's like oh that feels like different and it's just like it's yeah just, 
funny little adventure and then they call cut and you're like whoa what if i dip my toes in there (laughs) now does does that vibe carry over on the other true story project you guys got coming out with your taika's your your next goal wins project is is that something that kind of the vibe of what you can expect there that's a drama as well i think right this this film i've been looking at this film in the edit and i was like at first when I wrote it I was like oh it's gonna be a comedy about this subject but the more I I developed it and like shot it and then looked at what the story was about I actually realized it's like it's which is basically kind of in keeping with most of my work it's a drama with a lot of beautiful moments and some beautiful like funny moments but essentially the story is like is is quite profound can you tease it all like Reese the the character you play in that one and and Taika you what made them. you want to take that specific? You can, you can completely story. tell them what their character is. Reason. <laughs> There's no Thor spoilers there. It's real, real different to the, 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 this process. <laughs> there was a classic, Reese, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing next week? <laughs> that was one of those ones. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's definitely um, a comedic character. And uh, there's less, less torture and depth in this guy, in this guy than what I'm playing in, in the, as the lead in this other thing. But um, I think, yeah, it's just great to be part of something that, that has so much heart and soul in it. And, and watching my friends uh, from New Zealand take these lead roles and, and play characters that are, once again, real. It's based on a, you know, it's a true story. So you've got to come at it with, with honesty, and and it has to be real so you can't be clownish so yeah every every little job i get is a challenge and uh, i want to make sure i fit in with what tyker's vision is and so he'll certainly let me know if i am or not and uh hopefully i did i did an okay job again yeah you're you're still in it (laughs) (laughs) i think i got a little sometimes i get like the job he gives me a job and then he gives me a call oh can you come and do a couple more scenes actually just give me a bigger well, part. I mean, this, this give me a tiny part and then adding more parts to it. Yeah, right? yeah, just, just actually like commit to a, a bigger part. Yeah. yeah. No, but there, there are other people where I've called them up and I've got, I haven't said that. I've said, uh, sorry. <laughs> Not Oops. <in> anymore. <laughs> people get that. And, you know, so, yeah, that, yeah, unfortunately, that's, that's had to, we've had to drop that bit off. But you know, this the process is it's organic, and you you make it as you, you as you make you it, it builds. I love yeah. how he makes movies; it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, and I'd I'd love to see Reese mix it into Thor. You know, you never know. I know he's probably not going to show up, but we'll see if you, you know, cut my, him out. You know, my, it's been it's been one of the things on my list for a while. <laughs> for, as far as Love and Thunder goes, what was the difference when you're directing Love and Thunder versus Ragnarok? Uh, I don't think there's been any difference. I mean, really, it's a similar. That's the size and everything's the same. Just a few different actors, but the energy and the intention is all still the same. All I'm saying is, Reese would make a great brother to Cork. Oh, it's just saying, a rock guy. Yeah, a couple of New brothers. Zealand rock guys. That's a pretty good idea. It could be good, like a spin-off mm-hmm. or a Disney Plus show. So after you've you know wrapped these couple of films. What's next on the horizon for you guys? What do we have after after Love and Thunder and, and after this? I think there'll be a world war on at that point. So we'll probably just go back to New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's probably I'm a better idea. Back. Yeah, I'm going back to New Zealand for a few months uh, just to be with family and just hang out and just get out of this place for a bit. I like to, I like LA when, uh, when I get to go away a lot. Mm-hmm. 
and I just had two months back down home and, and now I'm back in LA. I'm loving it. But I think by June or July, I'll want to get away again. Yeah. So right. I'll go down there. I'm going to try and take a couple of uh, TV shows with me to mm-hmm. try and shoot in New Zealand just to set up there. And then um, I'll be back and forth and all over the place. Is, uh, is Flash Gordon still happening? I've, I've been like clamoring for that one. That's still happening. I know David was supposed to write it and work on it, but he he's he's as in the dark as anybody. I asked him why it switched from animation to live action. He's like, I don't know. Ask Taika. I don't know. I just said, <laughs> I just thought, I just thought it'd be a good idea to do a live. I thought it was a better uh, idea too. Yeah. I don't, oh yeah. yeah. I don't, animation takes too long, I think, for me to bust <laughs> stuff out and get it done. He also said one of the bits of advice you gave him when making this show was, "Don't do research." Now I can't argue with the finished product. But can you elaborate on why you suggested that? So I think when you do research, too much research, I probably said too much research. Like, <laughs> I think, and I was talking more about things like, yeah, I didn't do any research on, on Hitler. And I, I didn't want, because I didn't want to do an authentic portrayal of him. Because I think once you start going like down the road of like, if you start going down the road of like, I need it to be as authentic as possible, then you invite people to come and judge how authentic it is. And then you can't, you can never please people. But if from the outset, you're like got a pirate in a Mad Max costume. You're just telling the audience instantly, you're not going to get what, if you came here looking yeah. for an authentic portrayal of pirates, you're in the wrong place, buddy. And then everyone can just relax and see yourself it. out. See yourself <laughs> out. Yeah. You can go and watch a documentary on, you know. Yeah. The, and there's plenty of those out there. Yeah. The really shitty recreation doc. Well, I will say the show is delightful. I've loved the first half so far. I can't wait to see the second half. And I can't wait for people to start seeing it. And hopefully we'll get a second season out of this and we'll keep the the bromance between you two going. I, awesome. I really appreciate you, you the time to give me the wrap. Uh, everybody, uh, Our Flag Means Death premieres on HBO Max on March 3rd. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Cheers, brother. Thank you. Thanks.